What's going on everybody? Nerdy Boy Christian here, and on today's very special installment of Nerdy Boy's Reviews, we are going to be counting down our top 7 moments of 2019, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, here we are to kick it off at number 7, Scott versus Elizabeth Banks. Preemptively, the director of the movie, Elizabeth Banks, said that if this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies. She did clarify that people will go see a comic book movie with Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel because that's a male genre. So even though those are movies about women, they put them in the context of feeding the larger comic book world. So it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting up three other characters or setting up Justice League. Um, and then she says, by the way, I'm happy for those characters, box office success, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She says, we need more women's voices supported with money because that's the power. The power is the money. And I think she's delusional. And, you know, I used to watch her as an, or I think I, she asked too, right? Yeah, she was Rita Repulsa in the Power Rangers movie, but yeah. I used to like her as an actor. <laughs> just like, I could care less. How do you explain Andrew, Angelina Jolie? Like, how the hell do you explain, like, so many movies, what she did is literally a, a step back for her argument. That's exactly what she did. By making idiotic statements like that, that people buy into and stuff, you're doing, you're like doing more harm for your own cause than you even realize. For number six on our list, we have Scott again versus again, Rose Tico. This whole bullshit movement and quote-unquote, I call it a bullshit movement because I really don't believe there's a movement of fans. Mm -hmm. This whole hashtag where is Rose bullshit. Yeah, and, uh, look, yeah. Ro Rose served her purpose in The Last Jedi. She said her line that people either rolled their eyes at or were like, oh my god, that's sweet, um, and whatever. But her purpose in the resistance as a whole... What is it? Like, Dominic Monaghan was in this movie. He barely had any lines, too. Who cares? Rose is not a main character. She doesn't have to be. So people were like, there was some, like, other bullshit that I read on this film, dude, regarding where is Rose shit. Dude, that, like, literally just fucking I was just like, what? This is so ridiculous. Like, okay, first off, let me tell you guys something. Just because a character is introduced into a grander scheme story does not mean that character needs their own storyline. They need more screen time for the for the sake literally. Everyone's argument is literally for the sake of diversity, dude. And like it drives me crazy, dude. Like I understand everyone wants to be represented, right? Everyone wants to be but it's like, because they excluded Rosie, first off, I don't understand how people could have felt such a deep connection of, like, resonance with the Rose character through one film. And then there's this whole movement because people are so upset about Rose, right? It's like, first off, her character is not that interesting. Her character is not that interesting. She does nothing innately special, right? Other than venture around and lust after fucking fit, right? And let's be honest. All these movies, really, what they really were about is the harrowing tale of a young lad curving these bitches just to get to rest. 
This next clip comes from our Avengers Endgame podcast, where Daniel makes good friends with his right hand. Here is our number five moment. It's sadder when Tony's recording the message to Pepper. Um, you know, because I don't know. It's sadder for me because I'm like thinking of like my girlfriend. You know, I'm thinking about like if I had to say goodbye to her and shit. You well, know, I was doing the same thing about my right hand because that's about as close as my yeah. girlfriend I'm gonna get. Number four on our list. Why does McDonald's hate Nerdy Boy Christian so much? I actually went to McDonald's because I hadn't eaten all day, and they fucked up my order again um, because they hate me. And here's the thing, right? This is an ongoing joke. Scott loves to laugh at me because McDonald's, you know, we expect them to fuck up because, you know, whatever. But they always seem to fuck up my order. Like, if it's not the mozzarella sticks with no cheese, it's the fucking burgers, the, the the plain double cheeseburgers that have no beef in them. And only all the other crap. If it's not that, then it's the McGriddle that has no egg or cheese, but has bacon and sausage. Like, I don't really get it. But it's so funny, dude. Oh man. I I we went me me and my girlfriend Yeah, me and my girlfriend stopped by McDonald's before we head out to Reno and I ordered my regular two double cheeseburgers plain. And my girlfriend got a McDouble, not plain, right? So they give her her McDouble, not plain. They give me two McDoubles with fucking ketchup. I was so angry. Oh, Wendy's? Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, that was. That... Wait, you threw <laughs> your Wendy's burger. And I'm thinking, like, that's a waste. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend said the same thing because I, I was, I was like, whatever. Everything like everything that ensued, everything that ensued in that story though was not funny. No, no, we can laugh about back it. Now, on it, you know. Number three on the list is the controversy surrounding Brian Singer and Avi Lerner of Millennium Films. The Atlantic published a story accusing Brian Singer of having sex with young men below the age of consent. The The Atlantic article um, had over 50 sources to back their story. And, you know, it's not the first bit of controversy about Brian Singer and things like this of this nature. However, producer Avi Lerner of Millennium Film says that Brian Singer remains attached and references his work on Bohemian Rhapsody being the highest grossing drama film in history. He calls the report fake news and he's happy with his decision. I, I think it's very irresponsible of the producer to come out and say fake news and he's happy with his decision. Look, I think he, seems he should to have be... shut his fucking mouth. I think he should wait and look into the fucking situations and see if there's any shred of evidence that might hint to whether or not it's true. What a fucking moron. What yeah. kind of fucking inbred moron sits there and says, huh, fake news? Right. That's such a cliche. I mean, I say it jokingly, right? right? This guy said it in a, in, in a serious, <laughs> like... Imagine unironically saying fake news. <laughs> right, exactly, dude. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit producer this guy Pretty is, much what this off. guy is saying, like, if you ignore the fake news part, pretty much what he's saying is, even if it's true, it doesn't matter because I believe in Brian Singer's ability as a director. And that outweighs my concern over any any allegations of sexual misconduct. 
What a fucking scumbag, dude. They're yep. both scumbags. Um, you know, and yes, I realize me saying this guy should be hung might be, you know, a little out there. Yeah, but I mean, it's but you know, people honestly, people should know dude, that you're not being literal. Like you don't you're not actually gonna start a mob in a riot to go bring him out of his house and hang him from a tree. You'll be surprised <laughs> what I'll do. Coming in at number two on the list is the longest clip, and it is Nerdy Boy Scott's utter destruction of late night HBO host Bill Maher. And the only reason this is not number one on our list is because one thing happened with the Nerdy Boys this year. That was way more significant. But if that didn't happen, this would be it. Bill Maher, he likes to just lash out and say things because he thinks it'll be big news. So obviously when Stan Lee passes away, he says, this is a great opportunity to piss people off. Um, and so he wrote a blog questioning the legacy of Stan Lee. He kind of came out and said like he believes that comic books are not real literature and that loving them and loving superhero movies is childish. And there was a huge backlash from what he said. So he decides, hey guys, you know, I'm getting all this attention. Let's keep it going by saying more stupid shit. Uh, so Bill Maher on his show came out and said, you can, if you want, like the exact same things that you liked when you were 10, but if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of my blog. I'm not glad, I'm not glad Stan Lee is dead. I'm sad you're alive. What kind of fucking person says shit like that? It's his opinion, and he has every right to think the way he wants to think. To say I'm sad you're alive because <laughs> you like comic books is, is really disgusting, I think. Yeah, you know, it's funny, dude. You sit there and you say, we need to grow up. Why don't you grow up? All you are is a glorified fucking clout chaser, you fucking scumbag, dude. You clout are chaser. exactly what he is. Exactly what he is. He is a fucking clout chaser. What kind of piece of shit sits there and tries to two months after, you know, he, he wrote a blog and stuff. And yeah, understandably, people kept questioning him. So, you know, maybe it's unfair to sit there and be like, oh, wow, he's still harboring on the thing two months after Stanley has died. You know, and then you readjust it, dude. You should have left it in the fucking past, dude. You should have fucking just shut the you shut your fucking face, dude. I'm yeah. so <laughs> angry right now. Like, dude, it, it just makes me like exactly what you said, dude. He is a fucking edge lord. He's one of those pieces of shit that he he wants to be edgy, dude. He wants to be the guy that said like the most raddest shit this week. You know, he is exactly what I fucking called him. He's a clout chaser, nothing more. You're fucking washed up. Dude, you piece of fucking crap. I fucking watched his shitty ass show, dude. And he, he does exactly what you say. He sits there and brings guests on and then brings like five or six other people that have the opposite viewpoint to like gang up and make that person look stupid. You know, th there's nothing cool about what you fucking do. You're a fucking glorified clout chaser, you fucking scumbag. Yeah, he uses mob mentality to make people think like, that he's right you know and and you know hey you are welcome to believe that comic books are not real literature and whatnot but you know to many of us to millions of people across the world it is very fucking real they deal with very real issues in the world and just because it's in an animated comic book style does not mean that is meant for fucking children i cannot stand people who have this fucking idea of thinking this type of shit is that comic books are for kids and cartoons and anime are for kids. No, they're fucking not. It is a fucking art form. It is a style in which people express themselves. 
does not mean it is meant for a fucking child, you moron. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, totally for kids, dude. Where fucking Superman is sitting there trying to talk a teenage girl off of fucking killing herself. A fucking jumping off a fucking edge. Yeah, dude, totally fucking just childish. Yeah, what a fucking idiot, dude. You can tell this piece of shit has never even fucking probably read a comic book in his fucking life and is coming up to a generalization off of seeing what people do at Comic-Cons and he's probably never walked into one himself and actually experienced it. He's so fucking closed-minded. He's a fucking rodent, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should be angry or just feel really bad for Bill Maher. Like, I don't. I don't feel bad because he's a piece of shit. What happened? He's closed-minded, bro. And I don't feel people bad for people like that. You are the one that needs to grow up. You are the one that needs to expand your fucking mind. Why, why, why do you hate your life so much that you have to sit there and try to fucking, you know, shit on everyone else's fucking life, dude? Yeah. Where, where these things mean so much shit to people, dude. And, and you're sitting there and fucking belittling it and shit. It's not fucking cool, man. There's other quotes of shit that he's talking about when he's talking about people dressing up, obviously talking, referring to cosplaying and things like that. And, and, dude, it's just like, are, are you fucking joking me, dude? Like, what, who are you to sit there and tell people what they can and cannot fucking enjoy in life, dude? You know, as long as it's not harming anybody, and it's not harming anybody. It brings people together. It, it gives a lot of people a place to belong. Where, when, you know, in, in, in many people's life, they don't have a place to belong. You know, these stories, these characters people connect with. And, and it gives somebody, when they have no role model, when, you know, a lot of people, obviously, this is probably like a worst case scenario, when, you know, they're being fucking beaten as a kid or something, and they have nowhere to turn, no friends to turn to, and they have a hero to fucking look up to these in these pages of a comic book, bro, and you're sitting there and sitting there saying, I'm sad you're alive, why don't you go fuck yourself, dude? I'm sad you're fucking alive, I'm sad people like this are alive. That are so fucking close-minded and have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, dude. Unfucking real that fucking, you know, producers and shit let people like this fucking stay on the air, dude. Unfucking real. But when you sit there and fucking attack an entire culture, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? This is exactly the response this guy was waiting for. You know, like I said, he's a clout chaser, bro. He wanted us to respond like this. And, you know, I'm fine with responding like this because somebody needs to set this punk ass motherfucker straight and just sit there and say, I'm sad you're alive. What an absolute scumbag. You know what it is? He has a small dick mentality, bro, of he's pissed off that he will never, ever, ever come close to the legacy of Stan Lee. He will never impact lives the way Stan Lee is. Never. Ever, ever. And he's fucking pissed that he is a small little fucking rodent. And the number one spot for 2019 Nerdy Boys Reviews is actually a clip we have no audio for because unfortunately we don't own the rights to the audio, but we did podcast at a Comic-Con in Silicon Valley, which was Silicon Valley Comic-Con. And this was perhaps our biggest opportunity and biggest moment ever as a podcast. So it has to be number one for 2019. It was an amazing experience, an amazing opportunity to present ourselves to an entire con, essentially up on a panel, speaking for 30 to 45 minutes about what we love. And I think we did an amazing job just 
conveying everything about why we are who we are, why we love the things we love, and why everybody else should as well. And that is our ultimate goal. And um, we really had a lot of fun and we appreciate everything that we've been able to do. So this wraps up our top moments of 2019. Thank you all for another great year. Even though we've been a little inconsistent in podcasting, we really appreciate all the support and it means the world to us. And here's to another year. So happy new year. Welcome 2020. And let's hope it's another amazing year. Stay nerdy, boys.